Caitlin, please tell these fine people what you just did with your Apple Watch when you walked out of the movie. Um, I just wanted to see what my heart rate was, and I didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> so... The movie scared her heart right it at stop my heart <laughs> right in its tracks. Oh my god! I do have a heart rate now, however, it's yeah. back and it's eighty-eight, which is rather high for a resting heart rate. <laughs> it's still high. So, is it? I'm unwell. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys, I'm Caitlin. Tonight, uh, we're just absolutely traumatized. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because we just got out of the new horror movie, Barbarian. And <laughs> where do you even start? I don't even know where you where you begin, where you start. All I know is we're going to do things a little differently tonight. We are going to do the first couple minutes of the podcast, and we will tell you when to stop listening. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be spoiler free because this is a twist and turns type of mm -hmm. <laughs> movie, and so we don't want to spoil anything for people who want to listen before they see it. Um, and then for those who either have seen it or don't plan on seeing it, we'll do a latter portion of the podcast where we will go into it and unpack it in the way this movie deserves. Exactly. <laughs> so I will give you guys a warning. You'll know. You should do like the Wheel of Fortune. Ding. Like when <laughs> Vanna White hits a letter. <laughs> so just kicking it off with the spoiler free portion. Caitlin. Coming out of the theater. What are your thoughts? Whew. My thoughts are. I'm scared. And also. Just have a lot of questions uh -huh. that maybe you will have answers for and maybe you won't. Probably not. And it'll just be too. like unanswered questions yeah. into the abyss. <laughs> um, but I do think that it was clearly effective as a horror mm -hmm, movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm scared. Yeah. In the movie, I was trying to think of like what's the last film that like got me like this mm -hmm. as a horror movie? And I couldn't think of it. Okay. And it wasn't because it was necessarily the most gory horror movie. Mm -mm. And I don't think it was necessarily like the best horror movie I've ever seen. But I was absolutely horrified through 80% of that movie. Yes. If not more. Yes. And even in the parts that I wasn't horrified, I was so uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> so uncomfortable. So uneasy. It was the most effective suspense mm -hmm. I've seen in a very long time. It yes. was the most like effective use of the environment. And also, and we talked about this very recently on our ET episode, that music was incredible. Oh my God. So actually, this is funny. I heard someone when we walked out of the theater and uh -huh. you went into the bathroom, there was like a small group of people talking about the movie who were also in it with us. Uh huh. And I heard someone say insidious and that stuck with me yeah. because honestly, I'm not sure I've heard a horror film scored like insidious until this movie. Yeah. Like as far as what the music did 
Mm-hmm. As far as how effective it was with the building of tension, with the building of suspense, and also the unsettling uh-huh. feeling that it gave you. Some of the tracks actually sounded a little bit like the Insidious tracks. Yeah. With the, with the choir of women just going, yeah. Woo! Yeah. But also, on top of the Insidious vibes, there were also kind of Halloween vibes. Yeah. Because there was the heavy, heavy synth theme Mm -hmm. um, that they played a a decent amount and I just thought that whether or not you see this movie and you think it's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen I think anyone that sees it is going to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. scared terrified there's some parts that are so fucked up that like I laughed at them and like again it's not a groundbreaking movie Mm -hmm. by any means but it was so effective at what it was doing that like it's okay yeah Yeah. i loved it i loved it too yeah you did yeah i was a little worried it was too much for you i mean there were parts of it that i could have done without but it's like i understand you took your ritalin so you were prepared you were ready yes my senses were ready i did i will have to admit i did have my ears plugged for probably 75 percent of okay yeah i was giving myself a little bit more credit but If you have ADHD out there, I really need you to message us and let us know what your reaction to horror movies is. Yeah. Does anyone else plug their ears? I can watch it. So when I was like in middle school and high school, Mm -hmm. I used to close my eyes and plug my ears. Oh my God. So like I saw like no movie. Yeah. Yeah. So now I can watch it because I realized I was like, well, I can't (laughs) see what's happening. So I have to at least see. Right. Um, But I did try to unplug them a little bit more than I usually do. But it was just because it was just, like you said, constant suspense. Constant. The entire thing was suspenseful. And there were scenes. Literally from the beginning. (laughs) I'll just do, since we said like from the beginning, I'll just do a brief synopsis, spoiler free. Sure. Where a woman named Tess books an Airbnb because she's in Detroit for a job interview. Mm -hmm. And... When she gets to the Airbnb, turns out there's already a guest staying there. Mm-hmm. They kind of have this awkward interaction where it's, you know, he's a man, she's a woman. So it's like, is this, is this safe for us to be interacting like this? But it's a rainy night. It's a shitty neighborhood. And so he says, why don't you come in and we'll just spend the night and we'll figure it out in the morning, basically. Mm-hmm. They end up having like a pretty good night together. Like they just right. hang out. They have a bottle of wine and everything's PC And then they find a creepy basement. They find a creepy basement. And that's all I'm going to say. That's the, that's all we can say. That's literally all. Yeah. I have to say that some of those introductory scenes when it's just the two of them getting to know each other, it's Bill Skarsgård and Georgina Campbell. Their scenes, I will say were some of the best just straight dialogue scenes I've Mm -hmm. seen in a horror movie because a lot of horror movies, it's either like really short, quick scenes to set up the beginning of the Mm -hmm. plot or it's like genuinely terrible writing, acting, and you're just trying to get through that beginning portion and you're just sitting there like, oh my God, when is the like scary stuff going to yeah. happen? Like when is it actually going to start? These two actors were so good at making you feel unsafe with yeah. her. Yeah. And then you also let your guard down at the same time that she does. 
Yes. Where he is really kind of creepy and like insistent on her staying and you're, you know, he's, he's trying to get her to drink tea and he's, you know, you got to stay, you got to stay. It's a really bad neighborhood. You have to stay. And then like they find things in common and you start letting your guard down. And then like the very next scene, there's tension again. And it's in that process of like high tension letting your guard down high tension letting your guard down was such a better build up into the actual crazy part of the movie mm-hmm. than 90 I would say 90% of the horror movies out there oh 100% yeah I also thought that it was like you were saying with the build up of the tension and then the kind of letting your guard down mm-hmm. the pacing of that cycle yeah throughout the entire movie was incredible yes because that's my favorite i mean i always remember when i leave a horror movie the moments of like levity mm-hmm. when it like breaks out of the horror and i thought there were just the right amounts yeah at the exact right times. Yeah. Like it was the timing of that was perfect. The timing and also again I'm just going to have to like commend the acting across the board. Mm-hmm. And there is a character in the movie. It's not just these two characters through the whole movie. There right. are some flashbacks. There are, you know, some other characters, you know, the classic cops in a horror movie, sure. all that. Um, there's another character that's played by Justin Long. Mm-hmm. And I thought his performance was aw- amazing. I love Justin also. Long. Yeah. I always love him. Isn't he great? He's so great. I love Je- uh, Jeepers Creepers. It's uh-huh. kind of a, I mean, some people hate it. Some people love it. It's a little wackadoo. But there are some really great scenes and shots in it. And I've just always loved Justin Long also. Yeah. And he plays kind of an asshole. Yeah, he was a little bit like the comedic relief. Yes. You know, like... And and his performance, even though he is an asshole, you kind of like him at times, Mm. but then you feel guilty for liking Mm -hmm. him. And it's kind of the same up and down, like... Letting yes. your guard down and then being disappointed and then letting your guard down and being disappointed. Mm-hmm. Not only was the plot of the movie and the actual nuts and bolts mm. scary and tense, but also just getting to know each character and unpacking their stories yes. and like that development was also tense. And I thought it was crazy effective at all yes, of that. Yes, I thought so too. And I think not only the developing of their stories... But the interweaving uh-huh. of their stories yeah. was crazy. And we have to just give a quick shout out because we did an IMDb search after we got out. And the writer and director of this movie, for all intents and purposes, has never written or directed an, like a, a wide release movie. Mm-mm. He's done projects. He's directed things. He's but done like several TV series. And a film. And no horror, right? No horror. I am so impressed. He must be just he like... He must be a horror fan. He must be like a student 10. of horror, yeah. uh, horror. I mean, I've seen horror movies by like James Wan mm-hmm. that I thought were less scary than this. Yeah. You know, I, I think some of Jordan Peele's movies are less scary mm-hmm. than this. And it's not that they are bad movies. They're great movies. Right. But I think he really pulled off the fear the tension and the suspense better than i've seen recently i was gonna say he pulled off what every horror movie tries to pull off yeah but he like actually pulled it off right like he knocked it out of the park and it's like i hate that we keep saying effective but it's like i don't (laughs) know what else to say like it was the most one of the most effective horror movies i have seen in a very long time yes i'm just gonna say that I agree. And I think the problems that one might have with mm-hmm. it 
can be very easily overlooked. I think so too. For what you get out of the rest of the movie, I think you can. You just kind of take it with a grain of salt. I feel yeah. Like. Yeah. That's how I felt. That being said, that is going to conclude our spoiler free portion of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest if you like horror and you aren't afraid of a little bit of gore, a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot of suspense mm-hmm. and some sick and twisted moments. Yes. 100% go see this movie. If that's not your thing, don't don't see don't it. see it. Like please don't see this movie no. unless that is your thing and you know that that is something that you will enjoy. It is fucked up. It's extremely fucked up. So if you don't like that feeling, don't go. Don't please don't go. So if you're not planning on going or if you've already seen it, we're about to dive right in to the spoiler portion of the podcast. So ready? <laughs> Hello, we have now entered the spoiler section of the podcast. Buckle up. Honeys, <laughs> honeys, honeys, honeys. So we're going to dive right back in to the synopsis of the movie. Where I left you guys was they went into a basement. Let's set the scene though, right? So like okay. there was the weird trap door with the rope, mm-hmm. which was already like, what the fuck? Yeah. Then there was like the hallway with a room with a twin size bed with with blood stains, nasty old poop stain, nasty mattress and a bucket and a bucket with stains matter and a old camcorder Mm -hmm. and a blood stain handprint. Really, really makes you feel good inside. We were all (laughs) we were already (laughs) disturbed. Yeah. There was a whole ass dungeon. Uh huh. Underground tunnel and dungeon. Inside that dungeon, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a woman. <laughs> it's a loose <laughs> term for a woman. Basically, we had a cave troll woman yes. thing. It was a woman um, that was born in captivity to mm-hmm. a former serial kidnapper, rapist, killer. Mm hmm. And turns out this serial killer, rapist, murderer, kidnapper was living in this dungeon underneath this house mm-hmm. since the 80s with his incest daughter. Yes. And she is fucked up. <laughs> yes, she is. So her one piece of entertainment is this video that he purchased back in the 80s, which is a how to breastfeed your baby video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the second, honey, the second that video was playing, I felt the blood leave my head. Mm-hmm. I felt myself go pasty white because I was like, oh no, there's going to be a breastfeeding scene. Yeah. And there was. And there was like. Oh my God. But listen, again, this movie was on crack. It was so (laughs) insane, but like it was so scary. And I know that saying this out loud and people who probably like don't watch a lot of horror movies are probably going to listen to this podcast and be like, what What the the fuck? Like, Guys, what is wrong with you? 
How did you like this movie? You have to like horror to like you this movie. You have to like horror. Because like if you movie. haven't like if you haven't gone through like the regimen of like normal horror movies yeah. that everyone yeah. else has seen, like you will not be okay no. to watch this. And I would highly suggest watching if you like want to warm yourself up to something like this is watching Mother or even Midsummer or Hereditary. Yes. So think more on like the weird disturbing that vibe. And, and, and like less, a little like bit slasher. psychologically damaging. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like to be honest, <laughs> like, you don't need to go watching Terrifier to get to this point. It's it's nowhere close to X-rated horror sure. movie for sure. It's it's, but it's messed up. It's really messed up, and like I'm afraid to like be a mother and breastfeed my baby now. Like I'm a little you're bit thinking. I'm a little it. bit traumatized on breastfeeding. Yeah. I think, but that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about the reveal of her character and also like seeing that video and it's setting up that moment mm-hmm. is like you're kind of waiting for that moment to happen. Uh-huh. And just like when Justin Long eventually he gets a gun mm-hmm. and he's walking through this dark tunnel system and the other actor Georgina who plays Tess is walking in the opposite direction and you know a gunshot is coming yes and you know she's gonna get shot and literally you could hear people behind us go oh no and I said like Mm -hmm. oh no like out loud and it's still you're still holding your breath even though you can see things coming it's like waiting for it was painful and also exciting in a weird mm-hmm. you know messed up way when can i ask my questions you can ask your questions now so my first question is this is like very random and mm-hmm. kind of unrelated but it's just like maybe a little bit of a plot hole i guess oh my god are we gonna have the same question i don't know who was posting it on airbnb yes. and home away who was double booking the yes who was posting it at all on those things my assumption was that it was the uh, serial killer guy. Okay. Um, and my assumption was that he was kind of like feeding his daughter, basically. Like, not okay. feeding like nourishment, but basically like booking these people in this house gives her people to choose from. But that man couldn't even drink water. How was he going <laughs> on the internet to books to make I don't Airbnb know. and home away postings? Absolutely, it could have been more clear because yeah. I I didn't understand that. That was part. very confusing to me. I was concerned because that old man certainly does not have. He had like a little old box TV. I was like gonna he say had in the 90s. I don't even think he had like a like a, a computer. It was just a TV. He had that TV that was like, y'all know, like the old TVs that had the built-in VHS Mm -hmm. player in the TV. He does not know how to work Airbnb. My other thing, too, is if he couldn't leave the house, how were both of them eating and drinking? I guess maybe they were like living off of like the supplies that like Airbnb people would bring. And that's why like... Oh, maybe, yeah. That's why they were like creeping around in the house while they were sleeping. Maybe they (gasps) like gather supplies. Ooh, ooh, that ooh. just made me freaked out, right? Ooh, I got like a. Ooh, chill. I know. Also, this movie a little bit ruined Airbnbs for me. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, I don't want to go to somebody's house uh, ever uh. again. Also, Airbnbs are such a scam because there's like taxes and fees and then a cleaning fee, but then you have to clean. Every single Airbnb has locked doors uh-huh. that you can't get into. 
Now, I'm not saying every single Airbnb out there has a dungeon and most a of it is tunnel. like the owner's it's like, stuff that yeah, they don't want. It's like yeah. their personal items or but whatever. But still creepy. No one likes seeing a locked door. Uh, I don't think I can do it. No. Uh, at least not for the foreseeable future. You know what? I kind of agree with you. And I don't usually get like messed up from horror movies, but that concept That'll is really terrifying. It. Especially because like Justin Long is the owner and when he shows up and like he has his own keys, but there are people already there. They had keys mm-hmm. from the lockbox and there are these people who are staying there already. It's like <laughs> how do you kn- how do you know that the last per- like person left? Did s- left? They could don't. just be there still. Oh God! Oh, we're never staying at an Airbnb again. Mm-mm. It couldn't be us. <laughs> we'll never be us. Okay. Well, now that's a whole thing. Um, my other question, I guess, was more just so I'm getting a little bit confused about how she, the she, meaning the barbarian, I mm-hmm. guess, if that's who we're probably calling. So it they kind of made it sound like it was like multiple generations worth of incest. So my assumption is that he kidnapped these women Mm -hmm. got them pregnant Mm -hmm. they had a baby Mm -hmm. and then he would kill them and then that baby would grow Uh, up and then he would make them be a mother make them be a mother and then kill them and then repeat the process so basically by the time you get to this lady she is just the most (laughs) like she's basically a monster with like super strength Mm -hmm. and yeah, she ripped a guy's arm <laughs> off and she beat him with it. <laughs> and she beat him with Oh my god. And then she like popped Justin Long's head. Like literally yeah. just popped it. And you know what? Like again, if I'm saying this to somebody that doesn't like horror, they're gonna be like, What are you guys watching? But somebody who does like, who loves horror, you're gonna see this and you're just gonna be like, Oh man, like this is that's a horror movie. Yep. Like that's what it's <laughs> supposed to be. It was funny because the people that came out of the theater like right before us, I think that you said the guys said it was like a negative ten. They were all saying it was horrible. They all hated it. But then they were talking about other horror movies Mm -hmm. and I could tell that their taste in horror movies was kind of like middle of the road I was gonna say PG-13 yeah it's kind of like surface level horror the only reason I know that it goes past that is because of you because Because you forced you into yeah you like hold my eyes open and like make me watch movies like clockwork orange (laughs) (laughs) no I'm not forced to watch horror movies I actually love horror movies but I just I was the those people like I was at that level and you also still there are some things that I watch that you that I don't let you watch yes Abby knows my limits yeah um, and so if she tells me that I can't watch it, I just say, okay, I'll be in yeah. the other room watching The Office. Thank you. I'm just going to dive right in and say this was a large popcorn for me. Yeah, I think it was a large for me as well because the only reason I'm going to give it a large is because it scared the shit out of me. Which and that's, that's what a horror what movie it's is supposed, supposed to, to do. do. That's the thing to... I know we've had this conversation a couple of times with movies that we've seen this year. Where it's just like, hey, man, just sit back and enjoy the movie. Right. And I really like that 2022, in general, as a whole, has been really leaning into that. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of movies, like, back to back to back to back, where it's just, like, accepting what it is, Mm -hmm. delivering, and being unapologetic about it. Yeah. And I am just so happy with that 
current state of Me movies, too. I guess. Me too. It's um, it's wonderful because like you said, it's just, it's so nice to go to the movies and it's like, that's a movie that didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. But it was still amazing at what it was trying to do. Right. It still nailed it. And I think, I mean, critics are agreeing with us. It has a yeah. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. I have a hard time believing anyone that sees that could be like, oh man, that wasn't scary. Unless you were like a 12 year old boy who wants to look cool. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Speaking of 12 year old boy, there was a 12 year old girl in that movie. That was not And I felt very uncomfortable about that. I know. And they didn't leave. They did not leave. You know, I usually don't say this for horror movies because like I, you know, was watching Final Destination in like a friend's basement when I was 14 and loving it. But I, I don't think you should have your kid watch this unless they're like over 16. I would definitely agree with that. And 16 might even be I was going to say 18, honestly. <sighs> yeah. I mean, there are some 16-year-olds that can handle that fine. I'm, I'm sure they see a lot of, like, messed up stuff on the internet. Right. But, like, that is one of the few horror movies I would say definitely, like, uh, don't mm. have your middle schooler watch no. this movie. No. It is perfectly palatable for oh, a horror Oh, for fan. sure. Yeah. Um, if Caitlin can watch it. Anyone can. Anyone can. I'm a sensitive Sue, <laughs> so... <laughs> But we are just saying go into it with your guard up because it is going to be one hell of a ride. All right, everybody, that does it for us. I am actually going to post a poll because there are three movies coming out next week and we really can't pick which Mm -hmm. one. Um, The prequel to X, Pearl, is coming out. There's a Saoirse Ronan kind of period murder mystery called I think see how they run Mm -hmm. and then um, Viola Davis's movie the woman king is also coming out so I'm gonna make a little post please vote on it so that we have as much input as possible so if you don't follow us already on Instagram go follow us please vote and we will see you guys next week thanks for joining us on the ride home